beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Work. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. And it is your boy, Trav. Hey, I'm here. Manny Classic. What up? Manny! Hey, there he is. Manny! Trav! And we, and we are your Oscar Grouches. And welcome back to the Oscar Worsley Podcast, where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong. And what did the Academy do to us this week, Zach? Well, I don't know if they what they do. They they dropped some nominations for the ninety sixth Academy Awards ceremony. That get kind of scratchy there. Oops, sorry. Man, I got my phone too close. This guy. <laughs> All this guy. right. So nominations. Yeah, they're here. Happy nomination day. We are recording this on nomination day, and uh, we thought we'd bring Trav and Manny along to uh, to do some picks mm. for for our annual. King of the Podcast Contest. Pickle stickles. Hell yeah. So, Beautiful. look at all these daddies. Huh. Daddy Central. Pickle stickles. What are the rules? Uh. I, we'll talk off air. <laughs> what are the rules? All right. Um, we got a lot of nominations to get through, so I think we're just going to jump right into these. We're going we're gonna to start from the below-the-line categories. We're going to move on up the list and end at Best Picture. We got Olivia in Suspense. So uh, we're going to jump into this. Everybody's going to make their picks after the Academy Awards. Whoever gets the most picks correct will become king of the podcast. Hey, woo! Much like my candy bar, that's nutrageous. Nutrageous. So let's jump in. Let's start with our best visual effects category. And here we are. Best visual effects nominations. The creator, Godzilla Minus One, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One? Question mark. Not according. Question mark. Not a, not according to Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and Ridley Scott's Napoleon. So, where are we going, guys? <clears throat> well, is it is this true that Godzilla and Mission Impossible first time the fan- franchise has ever been nominated for Academy Award? That's insane. If true, God- Godzilla, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Godzilla definitely. Is that me scratching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you sound like popcorn. Jesus. Okay. What the hell? Trav, if you want to cut that out, go ahead and. Uh... Oh no, no, I want to keep that up. The hell? Yeah, just play with it a little bit, Zach. Yeah, just jiggle it, just wiggle it, but more than three times when you're playing with yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is this the first nomination for a Mission Impossible film? I feel that's what it says on the Wikipedia page here. Oh wow, which is crazy. That is the nomination. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Godzilla, right. I'm, Godzilla, I'm not too shocked. Right. Yeah. Mission Impossible seems weird. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. Who's got what? Well, well right. I mean, I got an obvious answer here. Right. I, I feel like I we feel all like we might, might have be a consensus a, here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going all heart picks this year, so I'm going to see how far that gets me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so everybody, on three, two, one. one. Oh. The creator. Godzilla. Godzilla minus <laughs> Godzilla minus one. Godzilla, of course. Uh, Put it down. Hey. Yep. Put it on the board. Yes. Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla minus one across the board. Uh, the fact that this film looks so good on such a such a nothing budget. Incredible. Oh, Leanne's <clears> home, <throat> so I don't know if you hear her in the background talking on the phone. I do not. I'm trying okay. to, though. Talking, talking, talking. <laughs> I'm trying to be nosy for women me. talking. Ooh, women that, talking. Nice callback, Zach. <laughs> okay, so best visual effects. Everybody's going Godzilla minus one. It is the best. 
So we're going to move move on to best original song. It includes The Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot. The Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie is nominated for an Oscar. Congratulations. Amazing. Congratulations. Hey, and and who wrote the music? Uh, of course, the one, the only uh, perennial bridesmaid, Diane Warren. <laughs> Do you know how many nominations this makes? Uh, it's like 20? 15 or 16, something like that. With, with a big fat goose egg, right? Goose egg. Perennial bridesmaid. I wouldn't even want to be nominated. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Looking and, forward to Diane Warren. Uh, what's the what's the award that you get? The honorary? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got get one. that lifetime achievement. She got one, didn't she? <laughs> oh, did she? Probably. Hold on. Now, see, this is the kind of saying, stuff. This I'm, is I'm the fourteenth nomination, and then the one honored honorary okay. award. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. So we got. Uh, I'm just Ken from Barbie. It never went away from American Symphony. It was Jaji a song for my people from Killers of the Flower Moon? And what was I made for from Barbie? Um, American Symphony is that out yet? It's on Netflix right now. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. It looks good. It looks very good. And I'm a big Dan fan Wilson of John Catcher from the oh, yeah. Seattle Mariners. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hmm. All Where's right. everyone go? I'm going for uh, Barbie, but I'm going for what I what was I made for? I Me think that's Billy, well. the, the Billy Eilish one. Billy and Phineas getting their second Academy Awards. That's why I'm, I'm on feeling. that same I'm on that same boat. The Oscars, uh, the Oscars want them to perform, so Let's yep. go. Uh, I'm going with Shaji, a song for my people from Killers of the Flower Moon. I Hell of a song. I, I, I think, think that's much that's of a, a safe bet. Yeah. I don't think it's going to win, but that's what I'm picking. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, going all heart picks. We're going to we're gonna see how this does this year. Paul's trying to handicap himself this year. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'm doing two. I'm doing two Oscar ballots this year. There's this one, and there's the one I'm doing for the uh, for the for the Oscars. Honestly, it's really hard to pick against I'm Just Ken. I would pick the other song, um, the Billie Eilish, but they won last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way they're winning two, two Oscars for a best song two years in a row. It's not happening. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going with I'm Just Ken. I, uh, I'm, you know, we've, we've got lots of things we could talk about, but we could be here forever. But I don't know if, uh, Politics will allow the, I'm just Ken to win the politics surrounding the anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it just got the Critics' Choice Award, so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Best original score. Which know, what, did, what did Zach pick? Oh, oh I went with well, Billy Eilish. That. Yeah, he went with Billy oh, Eilish. Okay. And Phineas. All right. Uh, best original score, which of course brings us to our podcast within a podcast. Yes. And I'll be redoing <laughs> this in a couple months. John Williams Oscar Watch. John Williams up for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Take a very maligned film for no reason. That film's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's not, I don't it's, know. What movie? Never heard of it. <laughs> it. It's hard because I feel like Harrison Ford's gotten better as an actor the older he gets. Like, he's just so good. And I just watched his uh, Yellowstone spinoff, and he's mm. absolutely incredible in that show. You know, the one with Helen Mirren. He's very mid in Indiana Jones. I liked him in it. 
And I don't know why that score is nominated. Good score. It's John Williams, and it's good. It's John Williams. <laughs> I, I think, I think at this point we're giving John Williams awards because everybody kind of wants him to have one more. But all of the Academy votes on who wins score. Uh, he's so. got three, yeah. right? Five. Five. Okay. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I. I I think they just kind of want to like have a button on the career. But Keep we'll them see. alive All right. through nominations. Yeah. Okay. All right. So our nomination, other nominations are American Fiction, Laura Cartman, Killers of the Flower Moon, a posthumous nomination for the great Robbie Robertson, Oppenheimer from Ludwig Göransson, and Poor Things, Yerskin Fendry. I'm going Ludwig with the Oppenheimer. Yeah, I picked Oppenheimer as well. I Oppenheimer should win. Killers of the Flower Moon is going to win. Um, I'm kind of torn between the two, but I really think Killers of the Flower Moon is going to get it, especially with it being a posthumous nomination. I feel like the Academies are kind of suckers for handing things to dead people. <laughs> or pretending to and setting an entire Oscars up to give it away. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm picking Ludwig for Boppenheimer. I was just about to say, Oppenheimer is a Boppenheimer, but I'm going Killers. I, I would like to see Robbie get it, even yeah. if he's not, even if he's not there to accept it. Maybe, maybe Marty will get to take the stage for it. All right, best sound since it's one category these days. We got the creator, Maestro, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, not Part One, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, and Zone of Interest. I think we're all probably going to be in agreement on this one. Maybe. Correct. Mm, maybe. Oh, maybe not. Three, two, zone of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's Oppenheimer. It's Oppenheimer. I, I'm picking Oppenheimer, but I kind of want zone of interest to take it. Even though I haven't seen zone of interest yet. I, I've watched a few like uh, YouTube videos on the creation of the sound design. And I listened to the... Um, letterbox podcast on <clears throat> stuff so. stuff like this is weird to me like i know maestro's a uh a music movie quote unquote mm. but when you when you say best sound that's not what i think of so why why the hell is maestro nominated like who's watching maestro and going damn you know that sound well the rumbles the, uh, the the sound the sound unions are the ones who who pick these nominations. Yeah, so they do apparently, the sound of the unions. One in here. Yeah. The I idea that it, Maestro. Can... The idea that Maestro is nominated and Drumline wasn't pisses me off. One better <laughs> sound. Drumline's a masterpiece. <laughs> that Nick Cannon, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> Nick Cannon is hilarious, yo. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody went op oppy on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oppen. Hopping along. What's happening? All right. Best makeup and hairstyling. Got Golda sneaking in here. Getting a nomination. Uh, Maestro, Oppenheimer, (laughs) Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. Uh, (laughs) I'm just laughing because of the whole nose debacle. And then they really put it in here for a nomination. Like, I don't know. It's humorous to me. I was watching um I was watching uh Breakfast All Day's coverage of this earlier and 
somebody in their comments was like, oh yeah, so good. We're, uh, we're just awarding uh, nominations to two films that use quote unquote Jew face. Jeez. Huh. I put down Barbie, which isn't even in the in the category. How did I do that? But because it should be in the category. How the hell Barbie wasn't, even, wasn't in hair and makeup is beyond me. It wasn't even shortlisted. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely insane. Especially the Golden Globe. <laughs> HBO Max did like a five minute little thing <laughs> on all the different things involving Barbie set designs, costumes, whatever. Bro, they spent like a year and a half on hair alone just trying different hair and getting the mm. hair right a year and yeah, a half it, it, doesn't get nominated it, for fucking hair it's, it's wild well yeah. okay i gotta change my pick here then okay well i Ready. picked poor uh, things me too i, I think you know. i think i'm going poor things as well yeah uh maestro's fine i haven't seen golda I i'm picking pick Gold. society of the snow I'm picking Goldar because yeah. he's my favorite villain from Power Rangers, and <laughs> having a gold monkey with wings yeah, you know, has to called. be a lot of hair and makeup. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, solid oh, solid argument. No, no, no R. Sorry. Uh, four things. Four things is what I'm taking. <laughs> no, no hard R. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah. What so did you good. Good, good, some good. I went with. Uh, I get to things. do a thing that Paul gets to do all the time. Hold on. What is going <laughs> yeah. Goldar has picked, arrived. Poor Zach thing. Poor things. You know what's the crazy? Is, um, I literally, it's so polarizing opposites of poor things on my Facebook. It's either people that thought it was meh or people that was like thought it was the most thought provoking thing they've ever seen in their life. Just wait till me and Paul add you to the group chat and then you can speak to Joe who thinks both those things at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly wish I could have seen, you know, this with Paul because I know his love for Emma Stone is so vast as the ocean. Vast, deep, and wide. (laughs) I did like her on that one episode of iCarly. Um, (laughs) Hell of a show. Hell of a show. (laughs) Okay. Best production design. We got Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Polion, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Okay. Can can I start this one off? So I yeah, go for it. Please. Look, Napoleon, you know how I feel about Ridley Scott. Napoleon, mm-hmm. beautiful, but again, we've seen this a million times. Oppenheimer, we've seen these kind of sets a million times. Barbie is just too, too out there for me to <clears> vote against it. The thought that went into the production design of Barbie, is, you know, I'm rolling Barbie. Yeah, man. I'm going you know, Barbie, too. I haven't I'm seen having, Poor Things. I, I feel like it could be. Maybe. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Because poor, thing, poor Things is not one of my favorite films of the year. I, I really liked it. I think it was a cute little film. Um, I don't think it was the most thought-provoking thing I've ever seen, but you know, it it makes interesting arguments for what it's saying. Um, but it is it is like that and Barbie are the most production design in this category, and I, I really don't want to pick against Barbie, so I'm going to go Barbie. All right, here's Barbie. here's a fact to help you sway your argument here, Paul. Okay, the particular Barbie pink that was used on the sets 
used so much that the world ran out for a year and a half after they started producing those sets. So, like, literally, this film is so good, it produced a worldwide shortage of the thing it is now iconically known for. You have to pick Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't argue that. I knew there was a reason I went that way. Also, it made Ben Shapiro mad, so... (laughs) <laughs> Always like, good. Yeah, added bonus. <laughs> I'm sure Man. he's not thrilled with poor things either. <laughs> I, I got, I got to say, I uh, didn't know the Ben Shapiro thing, and I've been swinging Me back neither. and forth uh, between uh, Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon. I feel yeah, like it's a good production. Killers of the Flower Moon had just the oh god, the, just the subtle things that they had to do to make that look just timely and just perfect. I, but you're right. They blew up a house. I mean, they blew up a fucking house, right? I mean, Oppenheimer uh, set off a fucking atomic bomb. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go Barbie. You're, you're not wrong there. I, it's Yeah. All right. Uh, best costume design. Barbie for Jacqueline Drong. Killers of the Flower Moon for Jacqueline West. Napoleon, Yanti Yates, and David Crossman. Oppenheimer, Ellen Mjornik. And uh, four things. Holly Waddington. And uh, fun fact, uh, Yanti is short for Jacqueline. <laughs> is it actually? No. <laughs> <I'm telling laughs> <it is. laughs> oh, I don't God. know. Maybe it is. Jacqueline. What a costume design kind of name. I'm picking Barbie. Yeah, I rolled with Barbie, too. And it's just the same argument as the <clears throat> previous um, category. Like, Killers of the Flower Moon. It looks tremendous. Costume design's great, but again, I've seen a million movies that look like the era that is taking place in, and Barbie's just doing something completely different that none of these films are doing. I, I think I might be where Paul's at now too. Where we're torn between Barbie and Poor Things. Yep, I'm gonna tell you, I pick Poor Things. I think every I, costume in that film is wonderful. And while Barbie is an incredibly fun movie to look at, it's just decade aesthetics. Yeah. I, I think Poor Things went a little bit more uh, uh, off the wall. And I yeah, think, I can see that. I can see that. Also, I've seen the movie. Her, I, I think I'm leaning Poor Things. Also, with me picking hair and makeup for Poor Things, it feels like one, one big package. Because that hair, that makeup, that costume, one package. In that package, the big yeah. package, yeah. Mm-hmm. package. sick uh, package, good package, eye appealing package, nice cock. <laughs> Want to suck the marrow out of that package? Wow, I think I'm going Barbie, mostly, oh. mostly for the very accurate roller blades. <laughs> yes, very accurate. <laughs> Those Barbie accurate rollerblades. <laughs> Just gonna put it over the edge for me. Okay, best film editing. Anatomy. Uh, oh, oh, jeez. Sorry, uh, I've changed my fucking answer four times. This was a difficult category. Right, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. All right, no, we're good. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Laurent Chanel. Uh, I'm. I, Butchered that name, and I apologize. The Holdovers, Kevin Tent, Killers of the Flower Moon, Thelma Schoonmaker, Oppenheimer, Jennifer Lame, and Poor Things, Yorgos Mavro Mavropsaridis. 
How have they got the same Butchered name that the too. director? Mavrapsidis? It's, it's, the same thing whenever, it's the same thing whenever uh, Guillermo del Toro used to work with uh, Guillermo Navarro. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, this one is yeah, tricky. This yeah, is I, a uh, very difficult I, category. So, so far, very... I've put down The Holdovers as my original. Killers of the Flower Moon immediately after that. Oppenheimer after that. Killers of the Back to Killers Flower Moon. So five times. Five times. Yeah, you know, I see a lot of people say, oh, oh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer could use some editing, but they're not saying it in the sense the the editing on that films is, on those films is amazing. They they say it should be shorter. That doesn't have anything to do with the actual editing of the film. Those, no. those people the, are full of shit. <laughs> both those movies are yeah, just despite the fact that I've said I think Oppenheimer is a little longer, it's still edited fucking amazingly. Yeah. I, I think I'm locking in Oppenheimer. That's my I'm, pick. That's I'm my going pick. Oppie. I'm going yeah. Oppie. All right, so across the board. Yeah. Because I I did keep going in between. And this was a very tough category to pick. I'll tell you, after I watched Oppenheimer like a month ago, it it was it for me. Like that's it's like if this isn't nominated for best editing i don't know what the fuck we were watching this year yeah. so this has been my pick the poor things is very well edited as well so i want to give a shout out to that holdovers great yeah holdovers is that kind of editing where you just don't notice it so it's exactly. very well done exactly <laughs> and just watched that movie like two days ago paul knows it's so hell yeah blowing yeah, up his phone about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right my favorite category cinematography uh, El Conde sneaks in with an Academy Award nomination mm-hmm. for Edward Lockman, Killers of the Flower Moon, Rodrigo Pietro, uh, Maestro, Matthew Liebetig, nice to see him get a nomination, Oppenheimer for Hoyt von Hoytema, and Poor Things, Robbie Ryan. I'm going Oppenheimer again. Oh, no. Uh, why, must you, why must you leave me so? I, I'm going Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to go Killers, but I just... It's... Uh, it's beautiful. They're both so beautiful. I won't they be mad are. at either one, but I'm, I'm, I'm playing the game and I'm going Oppenheimer. Yep. I'm in it to win it. You know, I feel like Oppenheimer's going to win it, but I'm also going killers. I want Rodrigo to get an Academy Award because he's so good. Mm. Uh, not, that's not to say Hoyt is not amazing. Oh, too sweet me on that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just I love Rodrigo's work, and he should have won for Silence. And he, I don't, I don't even remember oh. if he was nominated. Was he nominated? Mm. Looking it mm. up real quick. He was yeah. nominated for Silence. Yeah, and he lost. Beauty. He lost to La La Land. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie consistently ruins my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life. <sighs> uh, oh, okay. Goodness. We all locked in on cinematography. Yeah. What draft pick? Sorry, I missed what draft pick. Oh, uh, I, I, I picked Oppenheimer, but okay. I really wouldn't mind if um, Aronofsky's boy won for uh, Maestro. Cause I haven't seen Maestro oh, Le- yet. Lebetique. It's incredible. But the, that dude always does great work. All I the mean, time. yeah. Just watch Venom. 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 Okay. Venom. Venom. So, best animated short film. Uh, Letter to a Pig. 95 Senses. Our Uniform. Pachyderm. 
and war is over inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Yay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't seen none of these. I'll never watch any of them. But I rolled with war is over because, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like clickbait. You know what the I wall, mean? The by wall default, wall. I kick them out because John and Yoko. Yeah. <laughs> the, the walrus one that got nominated a, a few years ago didn't win, so... I'm going 95 Senses, uh, and that one's available on YouTube. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I will watch it, I believe. Um, I believe. Again, not to talk about... The politics are co- coloring Letter to a Pig. I think it's a, um Israeli film, and I just don't know that it'll win in this environment. Uh, okay, I've watched Letter to a Pig, and I've watched Pachyderm, and I think Letter to a Pig is incredible. Okay. Uh, and I would like for it to win, but I, I honestly, I, I'm going to pick Letter to a Pig, but I think Pachyderm's going to win. Hey, I picked Pachyderm. I went 95 Senses. Awesome. I need to watch 95 Senses. I picked right. because of name. Pachyderm. It's uh, a... It's uh, not as fun as its name suggests. <laughs> yeah, I just read the uh, synopsis. Went, yeah. Oh. Yeah, go oh, watch it now. Okay, it's that sounds a, like... It's going to be a fun 10 minutes of your life or however uh, long it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, best live action short film. Yeah. Yeah. The, af- the After, Invincible, Night of Fortune... Nice Red, cuts. white, and blue. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Boy, that's my pick. Woo! You know, I'm going question. for it. I feel like we don't even need to ask who's going to win this category. Yeah. It's already... You might as well just you, already you, mail it to him. But, you say this. You say this. <laughs> Wes Anderson doesn't have an Academy Award. <laughs> but this is his first short film being nominated for an Oscar, right? Yeah, and okay. his, his, his what? So full-length what feature film... Pick- what made them pick this one? He put it's out what very, five very of them? Fucking, four yeah. short films and one one uh full length film. Okay. This year. What, yeah. So this was the best of the four, is what you're saying? I, I think so. It's really good. And it's the other ones are animated mostly. No no. No. What am I saying? Two of them. Were they? They featured uh, animation. They uh, yeah, it's a lot of feature <clears throat> animation. The Swan had a lot of stop motion in it, but it wasn't fully stop motion. What, yeah. what did Neither you used to call one. Cumberbatch? Oh, it's, it's always something weird and different. It's always something different. <laughs> you just make up some nonsense. Brandy Brand, Brandy Buck Dibbleheim. Like, that was like my favorite part of that Oscar season was Paul butchering this dude's name constantly. <laughs> Uh, I Bandicoot Crumbly Bumbly. Yes, that's a good one. So are we all rolling with Henry Sugar? Yeah. <laughs> Official to win it. director of the podcast. The the heart pick. On the heart this pick. One. Yeah. The only time M- I many were you in the Oh yeah. There? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm all in on Henry Sugar. Yeah. Sugar me up, Danny. Pour mm-hmm. some, pour some, sugar some Henry on Sugar on me. There we go. God damn it. <laughs> Best documentary short film. The ABCs of book banning, The Barber of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and 99 Wipo. <laughs> Another one I've not seen any of them and went with ABCs of book banning. I'm going Last Repair Shop. It's on Disney Plus right now. You can't watch it. 
the yeah, Lash Repair um, Shop. Barber of Little Rock and Lash Repair Shop sound awesome. Yeah, I was really hoping to get to watch Barber of Little Rock because I was uh-huh. watching a lot of the the, uh, the the short films that I could get on YouTube. I just haven't got that one. The only one of these I've gotten to is ABC's Book Banning, which is on YouTube. And I think I'm going to go with it since it's the only one I've seen. Yeah, yeah I'd like really she's a book band too. Yeah, I'd I'd like that one and and uh, to win. I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's got Amanda Gorman in it, and I love her, so she she's the best. Um, but I'm going Last Repair Shop based on its uh, performing well in some other places. All right, best documentary feature film: Bobby Wine, The People's President. The Eternal Memory, Four Dollar Daughters. Wow, good job. Uh, to Kill a Tiger and Twenty Days of Marble. Uh, Twenty Days. Okay, so <laughs> Paul had this up on the Plex. Twenty Days. I st- I started it and said nope. <laughs> I turned that shit off. I am good. I do not need to torment myself and watch something like that. So that I, is also I, my I, pick. Because I've heard about how good it is, but I, I, yeah, 15 minutes in, I'm like, yeah, I'm good on this. I just turned that shit off. Yeah, I need to watch that because I try to watch everything and uh, I know I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Go on. I was going to say, I may watch that and eventually we'll see. But right now I'm going to uh, kill a tiger. Yeah. That's my choice. You said the eye uh, of the tiger? To kill a tiger. Oh, to <laughs> kill a tiger. I also picked to kill a tiger, and it's a heartbreaker. It's, oh, you've seen oh, it? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, don't, don't do it. <laughs> no. This is why I <laughs> doubt we will I, ever cover documentaries. We are never wow. fucking <laughs> covering this category. You're going to have to if get we, a new producer if y'all ever if we do the to... If we do this podcast for 30 years, and... Best documentary feature is the last thing that is left to do. We are just ending the podcast. Yeah. All right. When I win this this year, that's what I'm picking. <laughs> also, how long has that been a category? Uh, I, I believe they expanded it into an actual category in like the late 50s, early 60s. Okay. So, but there's a lot of there's a lot of like documentary short and documentary well documentaries that just were given academy awards before that right yeah. they're like here's a documentary about the holocaust it gets a special academy award yeah. <laughs> so the only person left to pick is paul right yeah i'm going four daughters four daughters and i'm only doing four daughters because uh i have a screener of it and i haven't watched it yet so is that one that has oh. your name on it yeah Oh, you have? How'd you get that screener, Paul? We haven't heard that. Well, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I paid ninety-five dollars to Film Independent Spirit Awards to become a voting member of their award show. So, since they gave me this screener, I'm gonna go pick it. This guy. Hold on. The other day, he was like, "Hey, I'm not paying money to to vote on the Razzies, but here you are. Oh, some prestigious horseshit." <laughs> Drop the ninety-five dollar part and put it on your profile everywhere. Is four daughters, voting like member. a follow-up to Four Brothers. Yeah, correct. Yes. It also has Mark Wahlberg in it. <laughs> it, it this is this is what uh, Andre Benjamin was doing the soundtrack for when he dropped that uh, the, jazz album. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna tell you, it's the same exact movie, but they're all in drag this time. It's like that. It's like Four Brothers meets Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I would Hell pay yeah. so much money to fucking watch that movie. 
Me too. Just all of the money. Just John Leguizamo's back. Mm-hmm. All right. Best international feature film. Io Capitano Ooh. from Italy. Perfect Days from Japan. Society of the Snow from Spain. The Teacher's Lounge from Germany. And The Zone of Interest from the United Kingdom. I'm going with Godzilla minus one. <laughs> Hell of a film. Hell of a film. I, Good pick. I wish the rules would have allowed that. Why did the rules not allow it? Because as a country for uh, the international feature film, you are able to put in one film. That's right. And Japan went with Vim, Vim Vendors' Perfect Days. Vendors hmm. is going to be waiting. The German director doing a Japanese film. Mm. <laughs> Axis of evil. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like... It's like World Cup. I soccer. think Germany did them dirty because Germany could have put in that movie too because it was a German and Japanese film. And they're like, listen, you guys, we got this. Put in Godzilla. Well, they, yeah, they're like, we're putting in Teacher's yeah. Lounge. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the, uh, the maybe safe logic of Zone of Interest being nominated for Best Picture, which would mean it would win Best International Feature. I don't mm-hmm. know. That That's... That's where I'm going. Yeah, that's what I did. I'm not going to lie to you. Spoiler alert, I guess. However, (laughs) I will say um, Society of the Snow and the Teacher's Lounge look very good. I heard the Teacher's Lounge is interesting. Yeah. Mm, That's what I heard when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And then you went in there and it was sad and dirty and had bad coffee. Yes. I hear how interesting the Teacher's Lounge is all the time now because Autumn's like, we went to a steakhouse today, and I was like, "What steakhouse, hey, bitch?" Literally today, they went to a chop house out in Phoebus. Damn! I said, "Wow, y'all got that teacher money, huh? That All that right. only work 182 days a year money." Yeah, we. <laughs> Man, he got fucking, bars. Fucking baseball players. <laughs> uh, yeah, John. I just I arbitrarily pick Society of the Snow. Let me some J.A. Bayona. So uh, I'm I'm excited to watch that. That's on Netflix right now as well uh, i haven't seen it yet the i haven't seen any of these unfortunately um but uh and vendors perfect days is going to be hitting theaters on february 7th i'm going to go watch it and i'm going to pick it because i really would like for Vim vendors to get an academy awards well that sounds awesome i will also go see it with you let me know uh mm-hmm. but i picked the teacher's lounge the teacher's lounge. i hope we get that too mm-hmm Boy, do I. All right. Prepare for some controversy. Best animated feature. The Boy and the Heron. Elemental. Nimona. Robot Dreams. And Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. What is Robot Dreams? I haven't heard about Robot Dreams. I haven't heard of Robot Dreams, but I know Robot Dreams doesn't need to be Yeah, it looks interesting. It's based Uh, on a book as far as I know. I mean, it's it's, it's called Robot Dreams. This is the kind of animated film that I'm glad sneaks into this category from time to time because right. I maybe wouldn't have caught yeah. this film otherwise. So I'm excited to watch this, but it's not my pick. I'm so yeah. confused by everything and I'm so interested. It's a Spanish-French film mm-hmm. set in New York. Tragic comedy. About a friendship between a robot and a dog. That robot's got roller skates on its neck. It does. 
Well, I know Paul is glad uh, to see one movie not in this category. Why the fuck is Elemental in here? Yeah, not just at all. Yeah, Ele- Disney, bro. Yeah, Disney I mean, was Disney was going to get their show in here, and Elemental, I guess, is the best pick this year. Elemental but... is probably the most mid fucking movie ever. I yeah, me and Paul were talking about this off camera. The idea that, like, in, in text message, we were like, what the fuck? Why isn't Teenage Mutant Turtles Mutant Mayhem on this yeah. list? It's, yeah. it's my number that three film of the year. could be the elemental pick. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm real happy Robot Dreams is in here, but we could drop Elemental for a real good film. Right. Yeah. And I like Elemental. I just don't think it needs to be here. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this category is pretty much between Boy and the Heron and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Right. Yep. So I picked Nimona. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> it's so good and it's so gay and I want it to win. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, the boy and the heron. I have um, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse, my favorite film of the year. I want it to win, but I feel like maybe we got a Lord of the Rings type situation. They don't want to award every film in this trilogy. Maybe the last one will come in again and win Best Animated Feature. So I'm going Boy and the Heron as the... Uh, again, I haven't seen it yet, but I undoubtedly know it's great, and Miyazaki deserves another one. So... Yeah. Boy and the Heron. I, um, I'm with you. My exact sentiments on the Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man will get its Oscar next year. I mean, and it's not like they didn't already award the first one, right? But um, right. Yeah. If this was Zoe picking, she probably would have picked pneumonia too. Pneumonia. What is pneumonia? Pneumonia. <laughs> What's your name? Pneumonia. But um. Ammonia. I'm, I'm super pissed that team Influenza. isn't in here. Not Same. saying it would win, but look, I'm right. I'm rolling with Boy and the Heron too. Look, and Boy and the Heron on my top ten is my number five, and Nimona's my number nine, and I'm still just gonna go with Nimona because I just I would like for it to get recognized by somebody. I'm also going Boy and the Heron. This is really Miyazaki's last film. It very much feels like. This is where they're going to give him another one. The the pretty much the career achievement award, and yeah, yeah. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> God, I'm so glad it's not here. I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. All right. Heading into the big ones. <laughs> Best adapted screenplay. American. Fiction, written by Cord Jefferson, based on the novel Erasure by Percival Everett. Barbie, Greta Gerwig, and Noah Baumbach. Greta Gerwig, not picking up any Oscar nominations this year, apparently. (laughs) Apparently. Based on characters by Ruth Handler. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, based on the the biography American Prometheus by Kai Bird and Martin J. Sherwin. Poor Things, Tony McNamara, based on the novel by Alistair Gray. The Zone of Interest by Jonathan Glazer, based on the novel by Martin Amos. Martin who? Amos. Amos, with an M. <laughs> Alright, so let's that, let's clear this out the way. That would Martin be something. Be here. It's not based on something. Characters exist, but like, fuck off. So this is, this is what I hate about the adaptive screenplay. 
Barbie should be in the original screenplay category. That's fucking correct. Yes. Yes. Like, correct. A hundred percent. It's it's an original story. <laughs> if you got Maestro in there based off of somebody's <laughs> life, what you know? Exactly. <laughs> but, and this is this is always the argument that I I, I try not to just harp on and on about how is right. somebody's life an original screenplay and just saying, okay, well, Barbie exists. Let's make a movie off of that. It's, it's, there's no previously written down material that created this movie. Every child ever. Gerwig and Baumbach wrote this movie together. But with that being said, I'm picking Barbie. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. With that being said, this is based on the Super Nintendo Barbie's Horse Adventure. Um, well, this, uh, I was going to say there, there, there are uh, there are scripts with Barbie. Barbie Movie Maker. My sister had it in the nineties, and you could make some shit with that. But oh, also, we'll talk Barbie Barbie for this category for me. Yeah. Mark it Barbie. Down. Um, Barbie. I'm also going Barbie. I would like to see Greta walk away with her Academy Award since she's not getting nominated for any this year. Anything. Right. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I've been a big fan of Noah Baumbach for decades at this point. Yeah, I, I, I was I was until White Noise came out. Then you know I had to take a step <clears> back <throat> and be like, "What the fuck's this?" Guy? Uh, everybody's uh, allowed that one misstep, right? Yeah, <laughs> everybody gets one. He can bounce back from it, and he did. It was a good. Sw- it was a big swing, and I appreciate that. It just, God, that was a hell of a miss. <laughs> Uh, okay. Best original screenplay where Barbie should be. Mm-hmm. Anatomy of a Fall, Justine Triette and Arthur Harari. Holdovers, David Hemmingson, Maestro, Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer. Made December, screenplay by Sammy Birch, story by Sammy Birch and Alex Mechanic, and Past Lives, Celine Song. Mm. Holdovers. Just, holdovers. 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 I love Past Lives and Holdovers. I knew Paul was going to go Past Lives. I really want to see it. It's It's my favorite film of the year. It's so good. Um, I feel like Past Lives is so much the pieces that make it great. And and I think the screenplay is great and deserves to be here. But I'm going Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, that's what I think too. That's a good choice. Uh-huh. I love a movie that leaves the ending ambiguous to your perception of a situation. I love a movie that not only does that, but also says that's the least important part of this entire right, movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I really hope past lives gets this because Deserves something, since it only got nominated for two awards. But we'll get there. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress. Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple. America Ferreira for Barbie, since no women are getting nominated for this film, apparently. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Jodie Foster for Nyad. And Davine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. I've already made my my feelings very clear. My Favorite performance of the year is Dave by Joey Randolph. And I will tell you, I was standing in my truck at work watching this this morning. And when they announced Danielle Brooks, I cheered at work in front of other human beings. 
I was so happy to see her nomination for this because I've been such a fan of hers since Orange is the New Black. I'm happy to see her here. So, so damn happy. She owns that film. Nice. So everybody's picking. Yeah, Dave I think everybody Dave Dave Yeah, sure. Yeah. Except, except for me. Who'd you go? I went with America. America. America for her. No, America. America was great. She can't, I just, she can't win I just, it. She can't I just win it. So no, much. You, no women have been nominated for Barbie. And uh-uh. I'm such a Superstore fan. So to see her transition from... Uh, what was it? Ugly Betty or whatever that show was? Ugly it? Betty. Hell of a show. Uh, yeah. To the Superstore to make it to like actual feature films, yeah. which was, we've talked about is not an easy task. Yeah, and I've been I've been on the America Forever train since Real Women Have Curves back in <sighs> two. She's so yeah. good in that. Talk about it. And then of course she's in possibly my second favorite franchise running right now, How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. I thought you were saying Sisterhood of the Trap. I was going to say Walmart. Sisterhood. Yeah. That's my number three, though. So, <laughs> God, she's so good. But this, this is Dave Ions. This has got to be Dave Ions. It, it, she's winning everything else right now. So yeah. if she doesn't grab this, it's criminal. Just absolutely yeah. criminal. Yeah. But criminal, criminal, if, if it goes down. to Daniel Brooks or America Ferreira, Less I'm criminal. not going to be... I, the blow will be softened, but I'm still going to be like, it was Dave Irons. Why did we? <laughs> yeah. And that's not to say Emily Blunt shouldn't be here. Jodie Foster and Nyad. I still haven't watched that film, but it is <laughs> Jodie Foster. And I, yeah, she is. She is the dark horse, but she already has two. Yeah. <laughs> Sporting actor. Sterling K. Brown for American fiction. Robert De Niro for killers of the flower moon. Robert Downey Jr. For Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie, Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. This is a stacked category. It's so this, good. This is probably my favorite category of the year right <laughs> this now. This shit is stacked. <laughs> it's so it's such a good category. You can't even be mad at like anybody losing because you're so happy for whoever won. Mm. Yeah, and like Sterling K. Brown is so good in American fiction. That I'm so happy to see him getting the rounds this year. And Mark Ruffalo is so funny and poor things. Hmm. Yeah, I like that Mark Ruffalo is getting back to like older Mark Ruffalo movies like we've talked about before after, look, after the MCU. Look, you got him and Robert Downey Jr. in here. Two guys who essentially have just been stuck in the bog of the MCU for so long that they... They forgot how to act for a decade. <laughs> it's insanity. Right. And now here they are against each other in this category. And both of them, Robert Downey Jr., like, I was writing an entire YouTube video about how Robert Downey Jr. can't do anything but Iron Man. And I'm upset that I didn't release, <laughs> I ever film it and release it because now I can't. <laughs> right. I remember that video. Yeah. It so makes my, no sense. Then. Will you be my judge? My pick is uh, Robert Downey Jr. However, I am so happy that people are seeing Ryan Gosling for the wide range of incredible acting that this. There's literally not a role that Ryan Gosling can't do. He can do anything. He's incredible. Yeah. Except eat a cereal. <laughs> that he is did true. eat a cereal, though. 
Oh, he did. He yes. did. He did. I actually, I told, I got to tell that story to a coworker today, and I made her cry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Make your coworkers cry. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I went with uh, Ryan Gosling. Nice. I know it's going to be a tough one to actually win, but I think he's the one that deserves it the most. I'm playing the game again. I'm going Downey Jr. because I think it's a a wonderful return to form, and he's very good in the film. And uh, you know, with the Academy, I'll, sometimes you feel like, oh, it's their time, or they they finally deserve one sort of thing. So I'm going Downey. I'm having a hard time because, like, as I said, I'm this is my favorite category, and I want to pick from the heart, and I mm-hmm. don't know where to go. I think this is probably going to be that one that I change. I, I think almost definitely it is. <clears throat> I love Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer, and I'm pretty sure he's going to win. But with the heart pick, I'm going Gosling. Nice. Because since he's the only person who was nominated for Barbie, the <laughs> only person across the board who was nominated for Barbie, uh, it, it needs to pick up at least one award. Right. The internet told me that nobody else got nominated for yeah. Barbie except Ryan Gosling. Quite the outrage. Yeah. Um, you mentioned repicking, uh, so just we'll announce that we're going to propose between now and the ceremony, we're all allowed to choose one pick that we can change. Like if we see something that we haven't seen yet, or we change our mind, so we can choose. But we one. will announce it here on the podcast. Yes. Men of oh. weak conviction and weak <laughs> wills. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Robert Downey oh. Jr. But Best. I wish Ryan Gosling would win. But yeah, since since Barbie's not been, I'm telling you this right now: if Ryan Gosling wing, if, bleh, if Ryan Gosling wins, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> so will I a lot will. of people. I will flip a table. <laughs> I will I will have French onion dip on that table. Uh, <laughs> look, the last time I oh hey, my base just fell on me. Um the last time uh I said I would flip a table, I flipped a table. Yeah. And I had oh, French onion dip. Thanksgiving on dinner. <laughs> and a whole board game yes. that we were and playing. A whole board game. <laughs> I will flip a table. Have you fact, so, at, our, at our friend's house, who was not there? He Who was, was like, not y'all, there? Can, y'all can use my house while I'm gone. We used to get together uh, like eight or so years ago to watch Raw every week. And our friend was the one with cable. So we used to watch it at his house. Uh-huh. And he was out of town and he was like, hey, go ahead and use my, use my apartment. So we were there. And Whatever you do, was, don't flip my table. Because <laughs> he, was at, he was at WrestleMania. And this was the Raw right after WrestleMania. Oh, man. Okay. And I said... If uh, what were they, the revival? If the revival, the revival debuts tonight, I am flipping a table, and they debuted, and I started shouting, and I flipped a table. <laughs> and our friend Ashley was like, "We're to dip on it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it, was, it was too funny. Immediately, it was like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. If Ryan Gosling wins, I'm flipping a table. Okay. Best Actress. Annette Bening, Nyad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Hewler for Anatomy of the Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, Emma Stone 
poor things. This is my second least favorite category of the night. Just say it, Emma Stone. Uh, Lily Gladstone. Lily Gladstone is my pick. I know Emma Stone's so been getting some other awards. Emma Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's been picking up stuff too. Yeah. It's 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 not across mm-hmm. the board for Emma. No. But white people do love white people, and that's why there are four white women in this category. And yeah. uh, not my brain just died. I literally was just talking about her a moment ago. Uh and not anybody from Barbie. I get what you're saying. Yeah, Margot Robbie's not in it. So yeah, Margot Robbie is not in it. Uproar. And she has no awards. No nominations, nominations at all. Uh-uh. We're, we're, we're getting there, folks. <laughs> we're getting there. No, uh, I picked uh, Lily yeah. Gladstone. Greta, Greta Lee for Past Lives. Oh, oh, yeah. Greta in this Lee. category. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wish people were as upset about past lives as they are about Barbie not getting two nominations. Right. Right. But uh, Margot Robbie should be in this category. I could take out Emma Stone. I could take out Carrie Mulligan. I could take out uh, Annette Benning. I'll leave Sandra Hewler in there because mm. she is incredible in Anatomy of a Fall. And I hear she's just as good in Zone of Interest. So if that's kind of wow. like a, oh, wow. hey, man, what a, what a good couple of films you were in. Yeah. Sure. Keep her there. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, I'm I, going Lily Glantz. Yeah, I, I would have yeah, definitely, I, even though I had, again, I haven't seen Maestro, but Carrie Mulligan, I guess she's kind of, you know, nothing against her, but she's an Academy favorite for nominations. Greta Lee should definitely be in there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Lily better win. Yeah. Lily Gladstone. Uh, it hurts me. Because Joey Gladstone was the least funny of the three adults on Full House, so it hurts me they have the same name. But Lily right. Gladstone. Yeah. You need to cut it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dave Coulier, Canada's least funny comedian. I just want everyone to see that I was listening to How Rude Tanarinos before <laughs> I came into the podcast. Nice. How how wooed. Oh. Okay. Uh, Gladstone, Gladstone, Gladstone. Stone. Gladstone. <laughs> No, Grab no stone. Turn stone. Stone. Yeah, no, we all pick Gladstone. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I thought you went uh, Emma Stone. No, I was make. I was just cracking <laughs> a little wise joke at Paul there. <laughs> a wise guy. Eh? <laughs> yeah, see. All right. Best actor: Cradley Booper for Maestro, Coleman <sighs> Domingo for Rusted, Paul <sighs> Giamatti for The Holdovers, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. I'm so happy to see Jeffrey Wright in this category. Yeah, I'm just happy to see Jeffrey Wright. What a handsome man. Yeah. This is my heart pick one. Uh, I I know Killian Murphy is going to win, but Mm. Giamatti is my pick no matter what. He's been picking up a lot of stuff. He has, but that nomination was a little bit of a shock to me. I don't think I've ever seen him nominated before. He got nominated for Sideways. Mm-hmm. I think he Which got is... nominated for Cinderella Man. Yeah, 06. Mm-hmm. He was nominated That's for Spider-Man it. 2. That was, that was it. Cinderella, Cinderella Man. Man. He, he did yes. not get nominated for Sideways. Yeah. 
Yeah, nominated yeah. Cinderella Man. That's it. Wow. Which is, not, which is why I'm picking Paul Giamatti because it really feels like this is the continuation of the character from Sideways. This 20 year odyssey we've been on, he deserves it. I feel like it's a two man race, Giamatti and Murphy, and I'm going Giamatti. I'm happy to see Domingo in here, and I'm happy to see Wright in here, and Bradley Cooper is there. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm going Killian Murphy. I just Man. his performance is yeah. so fucking good and off. Yeah, it's great. It is. It is. And I rolled. And with, I, I rolled with him too. And it and it pains me. Us Paul's got to stick together. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul Giamatti. I hope you do win because I, as Manny said, I would like to see your picture at the Del Taco with your Oscar. That's right. <laughs> Since I, I found out that they're. Go ahead. I was going to say, since I found out there are no more Der Wiener schnitzels in California. Mm. Can't believe you're voting against a man who smells like fish with a crooked eye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but Killian Murphy maybe somehow, somehow made me want to fuck Robert J. Robert Oppenheimer. So (laughs) what are you going to do? Bomb that ass. And something else I read today <laughs> is that um, Ben Affleck and um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. His boy, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon Matt. are writing a movie with Ben Affleck yeah. directing. That's going to star Killian. Oh please, this all I like all those words. And my, I just envision that take place in Boston. They were working on Oppenheimer, and he was like, you know. <laughs> We gotta write a movie for this guy. He's so the town too. (laughs) (laughs) The town too, an extremely goofy town. (laughs) Uh, Peaky towners. I'd watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I uh, I hope that it's like mall rats too, but now that malls don't exist, it's like open air market. Mixed use shopping venue. It's just like Believe downtown her. hipster living. We're gonna eat uh, some bagels. Uh, yeah, we're trying to eat a bagel right now. They're fine. Hell yeah, bagels are phenomenal. Yeah, more of that. More of that. More bagels. More bagels. <laughs> All right, best director. Controversy. More controversy. <clears throat> Justine Triad for Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yorgo Salanthimos for Poor Things, Jonathan Glazer for Zone of Interest. I got a question before we dive deep any further. And it's like a serious question. Mm -hmm. Outside of the obvious that everybody's thinking, how the hell can you nominate 10 movies for Best Picture? And only five best directors. Like I it's don't always get that the concept. Yeah. They need to cut the fucking picture back to five. It's too many movies. Yeah, ten is outrageous. Out, and, absolutely outrageous. But I just don't know how you can have ten best pictures and only five best directors. This yeah. is this is the fault of one movie, and it's the Dark Knight, and it ruined cinema. I thought Lord of the Rings expanding. ruined cinema. It, it, also, it's another movie in the line. <laughs> Dark Dark Knight didn't get nominated for Best Picture, and there was such an uproar about it. Wally as well, mm. the same year. 
didn't get nominated for Best Picture, and there was such an uproar about it. They're like, fine, we'll just do 10 nominations, and then we'll nominate Toy Story 3. We'll nominate a bunch of stuff that was never going to be considered anyways. Just silly. Just a bunch of silliness. They need to cut this shit back to five. I'm done with this. <laughs> Too many movies. So mm. with that being said, my pick is uh, Greta Gerwig for Barbie. <laughs> She didn't get nominated for any Oscars at all. None at all. <laughs> you know, um, I'm going Christopher Nolan. It's his, uh, it's his year. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I look at this and I'm like, I, I haven't seen Poor Things or Zone of Interest. I don't know who you, you know, Greta should be here. Probably take out, uh, I don't know. I, again, I can't say. Uh, well, you don't even got to take out anybody uh, to just <clears throat> add Greta. Like, I guess there's, 10, 10 best there's ten fucking best picture yeah. nominees. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, but if we're gonna toss anybody, we could toss your ghost for poor things. Okay, I'll since you've seen it, I was gonna Ooh. say that. We're creating controversy with Jeff. Just wait till this podcast come out. He can be pissed at you. <laughs> yeah, come at me, Joe. God, Yorgos is just so fucking dull. Oh my god. I, I like Yorgos a lot. And I like poor things a lot. I just don't I I, I Bro, don't want to see it. Suck the lobster out of Yorgos. <laughs> <laughs> I've just I, I would just toss him out for this film. Um not that I'm trying to get rid of women in the category. I'd probably get rid of Justin Triet. I, wow. I really I really need to see Zone of Interest. But I mean, if I'm getting rid of Justine Tria and Yorgos Lanthimos, I'm putting in Greta for Barbie. And I'm putting in Celine Song for fucking Past Lives. Right, right. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. also nominated for Best Picture. Like, this exactly. makes no sense. Nothing about exactly. this makes sense right. to me. Yep. It's, uh, fucking Dark Knight. God damn you. Yeah, uh, I'm... I'm with Zach, though. This is Nolan's year. If there's ever a movie that Nolan's gonna win his Oscar for, it's gotta be this one. Paul, you're you picking know, Scorsese, right? Because of how much you keep shit-talking Dark Knight. You just don't want Nolan to win it. That's right. <laughs> okay, Bradley Cooper, too. Um, who produced the Joker. Um, got nominated for it. 12, 12 nominations. That fucker has 12 nominations. <laughs> um, I want to pick Scorsese, but my heart picks with Nolan. I want him to get it. Yeah, I'm also him. picking Chris. Big Chris. Big Chris. Topher. I'm Topher going heart pick. This is a Scorsese win. Mm. Okay. Yes, I love there it. Big fan of that. Just can't pick him. It I is my number. I can't pick enough. It is I my number two pick, film of the year. I wish I could pick Party Marty, but I can't. Party yeah. Marty. Party Marty. All right. Here it is. Best picture. All 10 of them. All 10 of them. Which Tell us how you feel about that. Will we be covering in March? Is it going to be American Fiction? Anatomy of a Fall? Barbie, where Margot Robbie got nominated for uh, producing. You don't say. Been. She I didn't heard she didn't have any nominations. Nope, no nominations at all. Uh, the Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and Zone of Interest. I could yeah. easily cut five out of that. I, you see, 
if it weren't for the dumbness of this being the only category that is expanded, I feel like Letterboxd posted a thing where it had the ratings for all the films nominated for Best Picture, and they're and they're like mm-hmm. the best, not highest ranked films of the year, aside from uh, Across the Spider Verse and The Boy and the Heron, which kick out Maestro and put one of those or both of them in here. And and when you look at that, Maestro has the lowest rating, and it was like three point six. Like kick it, was, it out, just it was, get yeah. rid of it. It was actually like three point two or something. It was like lower than, or maybe two. And it's know. a it's a good film. I think Cradley is a good director. I think he's a much better director than he is an actor, but he doesn't need 12 fucking lifetime nominations at this right. point. It drives me insane. <clears throat> and yeah. And poor Margot Robbie not getting nominated for anything this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you need to so. stop harping on badly pooper. <laughs> no, I love it. Cause I, I, I have no problems with Bradley Cooper. Like, I don't think he's great, but I don't think he's terrible. But that, I well, that's the thing. I think, I think he's just fine. <laughs> but 12 nominations. But he has 12 fucking Academy Award nominations, which is them saying, you're great. So. I think uh, this, this category <clears throat> is a little difficult to pick I, a winner. I'm Let's going Oppenheimer. It. I think it's Oppenheimer's year. It's the, I think it's going to be the big winner. I think I've got like eight picks for it overall. Um, and I like I've seen six out of ten of these, the, and two others are really high on my watch desire to watch list. Uh, actually, three of them. Which poor thing, Zone of Interest in American Fiction. I really need to see uh, all. Uh, well, Zone of Interest is the only one I haven't seen. They're all very good films. Yeah, <clears throat> even Maestro's a good film. Like right. I would put that in poor things, kind of in the same category where they're good films i don't think they should be here Mm. but i know people who think poor thing like one podcast i listened to both of the hosts called it the best film of the year yeah it's very highly ranked on uh lots of places yep i'm the only reason why i get torn and i'm picking oppenheimer is because is it fair to win best director and best picture yeah, and I, I I don't know if somebody should win both of those, um, but maybe this is the year. Nolan, <sighs> I'm gonna say it, dude. I think Christopher Nolan's the greatest director that ever lived. Wow! Wow! That's strong. strong. Yeah, the uh, what <laughs> this guy can do with no budget and what he can do with the biggest budget is literally on the same level. Memento and Oppenheimer on the same level. Memento is still one of my favorites. <laughs> Memento is literally a work of fucking genius and a masterpiece. Even Following's a pretty good film. And that movie has literally no budget and was just him figuring out how to make a movie because yeah. he didn't have any like formal training. He was just like, oh, I'm just going to make a movie today. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, it's hard to argue against it. I mean, the one argument I would say, and it's not even his fault, but you know, he's a very uh, film bro kind of pick, and he's got some really trashy uh, fan base. But it's because he's amazing, and he's made some great movies. I think Dunkirk he's, is probably my lowest, but I still really like it a lot. Yeah, he is it's, probably it's the only person that can make films as thoughtful as he is making at the level he is making them. Hmm. Like. 
the specific level that he's making him. The, and the, the man, <laughs> you, you know, you what can I like? just tell he tries. Like that's his thing. Is he he in every one of his films? It's him not trying to just pull out the same like. He could easily Zack Snyder himself and just make the same right. fucking thing over and yeah, over yeah, again. Yeah. And instead he just it's it's not just different each film. It's it's attempts being made, even if they fail. Yeah. I still pick Scorsese. I'm going with killers. Nice. Good. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants, and I'm picking past lives. Good for you. And that leads me to bring what I meant when I said this is a very difficult category because I literally could see something like that winning this category and it wouldn't shock yep. me. At yeah. all. It could be the, I mean, did Mo- Moonlight win anything else the year? It I can't remember. Uh, I feel, I feel like it got some of the precursors, but La La Land was really like the juggernaut that year. Yeah. As, as we discovered when they beat Rodrigo Pietro for uh Silence. <laughs> right. Past lives is amazing. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad with it winning. Um <clears throat> yeah. 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 You know, we've joked about and you know, I'm sorry to bring it up, but the the whole not, uh, today has just been so much of the I understand Greta Gerwig's a huge snub. There's so much manufactured anger out there because people see like the thing Travis shared with us that only says the snubs and that Ryan Gosling was the only nomination. It, it's, it is an empty bullshit argument because people want it to fit what they want it to fit. She, Mm -hmm. Greta should be in her category in director. Margot should be an actress. Like that's, you could just say that. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But, but to make it this big thing, to make it this big thing and be like, Oh, they got snubbed and Ryan Gosling got nominated, so nobody learned any lessons from Barbie. What about fucking American Ferrera? Yeah. She's right there. She's the yeah. heart of the fucking movie, and you have left her out of this entire conversation. Right. Because you're you're offended for two white women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who both got different who nominations. Both got nominations. <laughs> uh, <sighs> No, and let's be fair, like they both deserve to be in these categories. Neither of them are going to win this year. Right. It's, it's not either of their year and they're going to be back because they are both that talented. Right. And a, a lot of this too says something about the Academy more than, you know, sexism is, is there not more than sexism, but aside from sexism is their kind of disrespect for comedy actors. They, they, you know, not that America Ferrera is so much comedy in this role, but they put the supporting actors. That's usually where movies of this ilk or comedies get the supporting actor nomination. It, it seems right. like historically that's what they do. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how they they roll a lot of those like not Oscary films. So you know, Robert Downey Jr. gets nominated for Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Or Melissa McCarthy gets nominated for the Bridesmaids, or uh, uh, fucking man, my brain is nowhere today. Well, it's better uh, than mine. I'm Dark, trying. Dark Knight, film that ruined cinema. Um, <laughs> Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, thank you. He wins for for playing Joker in that film. 
And then, of course, that helps ruin cinema by letting fucking uh, <laughs> ham sandwich on rye win for, <laughs> for Joker rye. in 2019. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right. It's it's these are the films that they're not Oscar films, or uh, even um, Angela Bassett last year for Black Panther two. Uh-huh. gets nominated for best supporting actress like they mm-hmm. they shove these films that they don't consider oscar worthy into the supporting category so they can be like okay they were popular enjoy them and enjoy their nominations here man remember they're gonna do that whole like uh best picture blockbuster whatever the fuck thing they were yeah, gonna do. And, yeah, yeah. And, and the Golden Globes actually did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's silly uh, because they just gave it to Barbie because it was the made the most money. I mean it yeah. Good. Good. Barbie's yeah. awesome. But yeah. why it, have that it, award? Why have it nominations when it's just the literally the highest grossing film? Yeah. And oh. and Barbie's great and it deserves to be a best picture a director yeah. and actress and Supporting actor and supporting actors. I want it to get all these nominations. But the fact that it didn't get two of them and it's nominated across the board for almost everything else. Right. Why? Why are you? Why this? Because it gets clicks. Exactly. And none of those people, none of the people who are actually mad about this are going to watch the Oscars anyway. So why the fuck do you care? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Barbie has eight nominations. That's very good. And if I'm not mistaken, outside of Ryan Gosling, all the underneath are women nominations, too. I don't know what their ethnicity is and all that stuff. You know, it could just be a white woman. I don't know. But yeah, aside from, you know, just further in the point. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Greenwood, Katie Spencer, Jacqueline Duran. Like, yeah, that's what which, this clickbait anger that people see and they, they haven't looked at the list of nominations. They just see this. It's infuriating. You can, be, you can be mad for other reasons. Yeah, and again, here's, here's Past Lives, uh, a movie written and directed by an Asian woman, and she gets a screenplay <clears throat> nomination and isn't in director. The, the Asian cast isn't anywhere in yeah. the acting categories. God, they were so good. Great. Like, bro, bro. <laughs> Everything ever all at once got shit last year. You can't what the you think exactly. white people are gonna give Asians awards two years in a row, bro? E E O O got stuff, Parasite got stuff. According to the Academy, they don't need to win nothing for another 10, 15 years. Obviously. Like they all they, got made, they made two movies and, and uh Chloe Zhao got best director, so we're good. Everyone's yeah. good now. Uh, uh, but oh, for, also, bro, I'm picking the holdovers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot we didn't even get his answer. <laughs> um, before we send this thing off, quick question. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. My opinion, I want to see what y'all's opinion is. I don't think this year in movies was that great. I think this there were some the good ones. Yeah, th- I think this has been. I think, no, I think it was top. No, best. I think it was top heavy. Top heavy? Yeah, I, I hard I, I disagree. Think, I think this I, is just a very, very strong year in film. Yeah, I've I think I've seen more. Like I said, I have seen more films this year, and I think they've been spread out. There are movies that I enjoyed the shit out of in January of last year that obviously aren't going to get Oscar noms. Like 
I I'd still watch the shit out of Mithrigan. Oh, that so movie fun. was so much fun. I was excited for this year for the last couple of years, just mostly knowing that we had Nolan and Scorsese making stuff, and it. I wasn't um, I wasn't disappointed at all. I, I feel like it was a really strong year. There were probably more stuff I liked this year than last year. Yeah. Uh, when when my two least favorite best picture nominees are pretty good. That's that's a good year to me because often there is, you know, garbage in here. There's a green book, there's a joker. It's it's nice to have the two that I'm the least interest, like the least excited about in the category. Just be, hey, those were good movies. I had a yeah. nice time watching them. I think if you had a five, uh, this best picture category, it'd probably be one of the best years. Like, yeah, in, feel, in a long time. I feel like this year is really the first year since like the pandemic that it feels like a, a real solid year across the whole year. Like this feels like yeah. a real return to Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. Filmmaking. Yeah, I thought last year was a little better. For me personally, I think last year had everything everywhere all at once, and nothing else mattered. Oh, yeah, that's I'm not nothing, true. But... <laughs> uh, Mister, you were sucking the shit out of fucking banshees. Oh, God, I, banshees. I was doing that again the other day. Yeah, okay. So, so Fablemans came out last year, dude. There was a lot of really, 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 there was really, really and good. I, last year. And honestly, I think I uh, top that point last year was a I think, yeah. Well, I, I think the last year was, I think 2022 was more top heavy, but, uh, you know, I'm happy you got to enjoy more recent films, Trav. I did. I, I found myself this year going back and watching older films that I liked than years previously because nothing mm. this year was really captivating me on a mass level. Yeah. Honestly, like past lives is amazing. We got Scorsese putting out one of his best films, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Return to Form, Godzilla Minus One is probably the best Godzilla film, Miyazaki. Trav, did you see Anatomy of a Fall? I can't remember. No, no. You see that in uh, Past Lives, and uh, let us know what you think. All right, anybody got any other notes they want to add? Oh, did we have any special uh, special nominations? We'll cover those. We will cover those in uh, when we cover the Okay. Good times. Uh, All right. We came well, out time. Well then. Well then I guess that's where we are going to call it. My name is Jonathan Pierce, and I want to first actually thank Manny for being here, sir. We Thanks, always Dave. appreciate you. Any uh <laughs> socials you want to give out again, sir? Everyone, uh everyone should follow Trav, because he's phenomenal and does a lot more work than people give him credit for. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, He's a phenomenal human being, and uh, I'm truly a piece of shit, so don't follow me on social media, because you don't <laughs> want my bad takes like you just got. <laughs> and of course, Trav, we love yeah. you. Um, thank you. Where are we following you, sir? Um, ZKAudio on the Instagram, and T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K on. I'm s- it's been a long time since I've done my socials, so as Paul heard on the newest episode of Leveling Up... <laughs> So, yeah, Good episode, though. Travoisk, ZK, on X. Hey, we were on hiatus so long, Twitter's not even named Twitter anymore. Crazy times. <laughs> I always get emails that says X in parentheses, formerly Twitter, so you know. Yeah. Why don't we just keep calling it fucking Twitter? Yeah. I do. Yep. yep. It's the only thing in my life I continuously dead name. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Well, you can follow me, Jonathan Pierce, at the Twitter, Twitch, TikToks, and Letterbox at Altorn underscore Occam. Uh, I didn't think I watched anything this past week. Like at all. You've been watching Attack on Titan at all? No, I, I I got to like again episode like eight. I think my previous best was seven. Okay, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get back to this. It just wasn't in the feel for it, you know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I tried. I really did. Episode but I was like, eight. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, like oh, okay. season one. Like, bro, just... there's like nineteen seasons. Yeah, dude, no. I know. No, there's only four seasons, and then yeah, but it's anime, the, so there's the like final... fifty fucking episodes a season, and the oh. final season part ninety. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like it, me and Joe were watching it, and it's like, oh, season three. Oh, this is the end. No, no, no. There's there's gonna be season four. Joe. Hey, there's like ten episodes. Part one. See you guys in two years. What? The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get back into it. Like I said, it's not that it's bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's just. Let, it, me, it, let me just tell you this: Attack on Titan, the first half is a night and day difference of what it is the second half. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I just, again, as as an Ava fan, I had brought this up to Zach, just just whiny bitch main characters, man. Just grind my gears pretty hard, and Aaron is just such a whiny bitch. So, yeah. Fair enough. Bless me. Zach, Fair. what about yeah. you? <clears throat> Find me on Critic or Zach Master, uh, or yeah, that's me. X A K K M A S T E R TikTok. House Havoc. Letterbox searching my name. And they just posted on um Instagram. Congratulations, Martin Scorsese, the first Letterbox member to be nominated for Best Director at the Academy Awards. Hey. At least publicly. Hey. He people are like, oh, there might be secret accounts. Who knows? Oh but, yeah. Appar- apparently Paul Mescal has a secret account. Ooh. Nice. He he will not give it away to anybody. <laughs> I hope he played on his name and his actual like uh, the the one he just uses like Paul Tequila because Mezcal is just tequila when it's not made in the tequila region right. of Mexico. <laughs> Mr. Workman! Uh, you can follow me at Father of the Fear on Instagram and Letterboxd where I keep running tally of all the films that I watch. Uh, I'm going to cover the four 2024 releases that I watched this week. Okay, Went and saw ISS, the International Space Station movie, not in school suspension, as you would be led to believe. Right. Uh, Ariana DeBose. Incredible, incredible performance. That, that, is a, that is a nice little bottle thriller. I had a great time with it. Bottle uh, I, th- I think I just kind of got in the January dump mood on it. I might rewatch it to see if it stays at four and a half stars, but I gave it to Zach. <laughs> so that means Zach will give it to the stars. Um, <laughs> Founder's Day, a new independent horror movie. It's awful. Don't see it. <laughs> Just skip it. Fresh which off one, of the which heels one was that of again? Thanksgiving. Founder's Day. Oh. <laughs> it's a film that thinks it's saying a lot of things. Is that about McDonald's? Sure. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Michael Keaton's in it too. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh Michael Keaton's not in it, but the dad from Boy Meets World is. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Boys Meets World's uh, universe is suffering lately in the movies. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, the new Netflix film, The Kitchen. I really enjoyed this film. It is my current number one of the year. 
I doubt it's going to stay there, but uh, I also gave that to Zach. Uh, I'm upset that when I went onto Netflix to watch The Kitchen the day it came out, I had to search for it. What the fuck are you doing, Netflix? Push this movie. Uh, and then I went and saw, good goddamn, this pool is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> Night Swim, it was fine. It uh, it has a couple of really good scenes of, of some good horror tension. And then the end devolves into complete silliness. And if the rest of the film were as silly as the ending was, I might have been able to go with it. But the rest of the film was taking this very seriously. <laughs> Mm. You know, it's got that WAP. Wicked ass pool. Bro, nothing about that movie looks interesting to me. It just was. I don't know what it is about January theater horror releases where they're like, we're just going to put the biggest pieces of shit in horror. Well, that's why. So it's historically counter programming for Oscar season. So things come out at the end of December and they're the big Oscar pushes and that used to matter to film like theater goers. So theater goers would crowd in to see these movies because they got nominated for Oscars and they would run through, through January and February. And so since those were sucking up all the, all the, the big dollars, they would just put stuff like night swim out because it cost us 10 million to make and, we could probably get 20 out of it. So why not? You're getting the best and worst of Wyatt Russell. I just, I'd like to think of him as a theatrical palate cleanser or the sorbet of film. Kind of of where we're going. So like I watched that and poor things in the same week. So (sighs) at the same time, these studios know that the, the the summer blockbusters are going to come out and it's going to make up for any losses that they had there. Correct. And, and right yeah, there's, there's a lot of write-off and it, you know, that's why they call it the January dump and uh, something like ISS comes out and it's, it just feels like a much better movie than it probably actually is because you're just used to garbage coming out around this time. And it's fun. It's a fun movie. Check out ISS uh, skip founders day. <laughs> Good. Good advice right. from Mr. Workman. Zach, what are we watching next week? Based on the recording schedule, I believe you will be coming back to join us for the producers. If not, whatever it is, have fun. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's uh What was uh, before uh, the producers? Guess who's who's guess who's coming to dinner. Guess, guess who's, who's coming, coming guess who's to coming. dinner. Yeah, that sounds right. We Yep, that's right. Yeah. We we've, we've had kind of a weird staggered but schedule. But I would just like to leave all this in there anyways. Just yeah, so please, absolutely. Darling you know should have come out before this. <laughs> You'll listen to what the fuck we put out. <laughs> put in your ear holes. And, and it was probably produced by Bradley Cooper, so. That's right. Bradley I feel like Cooper. it. I might just get on a microphone and talk your fucking ear off about the Power Rangers movie. Oh, boy, we'll let's do it. it. There. Yo, let's fucking do it. Who's ready? That, let's do that. That. A, that a birthday episode? Oh Ooh, boy, you just gave gosh. all right. Here's what we're doing we're doing the MMPR, we and the we're Paw doing Patrol Turbo, and we're doing the new Power Rangers. Hell yeah, all and three the new Paw Patrol, right? Yo, Paw Patrol Mighty Movies times. in my top 20. That yeah, film's right. a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, I've, I've seen it a few times now. Sky should have been nominated for Best Actress. I will stand by this. All right, well, with that, 
We'd like to thank Trav. Trav, hey, thanks for hey, producing our show. Anytime. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, at Pod, on Facebook, the Oscarsity Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Give it five stars like Cradley Booper has in his back pocket. We'd like to thank Tram and Manny for stopping by and helping us talk nominations this year. We love you. So for Jonathan and Zach and Cradley Booper and his 12 nominations, his five stars of all time, we'd like for you all to have a damn fine day. Unlike Barbie who got no nominations. <laughs>